to stop by apologizing. I think that yesterday I was not really recording on the good mic. He thought I was, but I was just recording through the microphone on my laptop. So the sound quality is not so great. And I didn't realize that at the time. And so the Halloween, the Halloween special about Bob and a lot about buses. And I was having a hoot recording it, but I was not recording it into the good mic. So the sound quality is not great. So yeah, once again, I apologize. I think everything's fixed now. Back to regular. So today I want to talk about Rotten Tomatoes. Where I come from, you would call it Rotten Tomatoes. But I speak American now, so it's Rotten Tomatoes. And what is Rotten Tomatoes? I'm going to tell you a problem. This is my problem. This is my beef. It's a beef episode. So I'll tell you what it is first, in case you don't know. It's a movie review aggregator. So what it does is it collects... uh, It's a website. It collects a bunch of movie reviews, and it aggregates the result into one score. So when a movie comes out, a bunch of people write reviews. Critics, you know... Those kind of people. And the different reviewers use a different system to give the movie a score, right? Some use thumbs up, thumbs down. Some use a letter grade, A, B, C, D. Some give it a number of stars out of five or a number of stars out of four. Maybe they give it a score out of 10. Some don't give it any kind of score. They just give it a review, but they don't actually give it a score. So what Rotten Tomatoes does is they have people that collect all the reviews for a given movie from the list of approved critics. So they have... The, the critics that they like. And they're like, these critics we're going to pay attention to. They take all of those reviews and they they reduce the review down to a basic score. So they decide, essentially, is this uh, fresh or rotten? Those are the two grades. Like, thumbs up, thumbs down. Fresh because it's about tomatoes, right? Fresh or rotten. Uh, so if the review is more positive than negative, it gets fresh. Otherwise, it gets a rotten. So then... Rotten Tomatoes gives the film its final score. And its final score is the percentage of reviews that were fresh. So a film with a score of 40% on Rotten Tomatoes had 40% of its reviews overall more positive than negative. A film with 90% had 90% of its reviews overall more positive than negative. And a film with 100% had all of its reviews like the film more than they disliked it. Okay, so this makes sense, right? It seems fair enough. Seems like a good way to aggregate a lot of data into a simple and easily digestible score. No, it's not. It's a bad way of doing it. There are problems. I'm going to tell you about the problems. We're getting into some math here. It's a little bit of math. It's not a lot of math. It's going to be okay. If math is scary, it's okay. Just stick with it because it's going to be okay. Here's the big problem. So we're going to think about three different films. Film A is a bland, crowd-pleasing rom-com. It is inoffensive, pleasant, and trivial. Film B is a difficult but brilliant masterpiece. Okay, so think... I don't know even what is in film A. What's a bland and offensive rom-com? I don't know. Um, uh, the, the wedding crashes or something. I don't... It's difficult for me to even find that. Let's say film B would be like Mother, a difficult but brilliant masterpiece. So every review of film A, this is a bland rom-com, is along the lines of three out of five stars. This film is fine, nothing very interesting or exciting, but a pleasant enough diversion. This means all the reviews are overall positive, 
and the film gets 100%. So every when Rotten Tomatoes aggregates, it reads each review, and each review is, review is like, yeah, this film's fine, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Meanwhile, reviews of film B, this is the difficult but brilliant masterpiece, uh, half the reviewers say, this film is interesting, but it's also difficult, and I think ultimately it fails. Right, so they're giving it a kind of 49%. They're like, ah, it, good effort, but it's it's too difficult. It doesn't really get that. The other half hail it as a masterpiece, possibly the greatest film ever made. Okay, so half the people are like, ooh, close, but you didn't really get that, and it was a bit difficult. The other half say, this is the greatest film ever made. Um, the reviews of Mother are like this, although there are also people that say it's terrible. They're wrong. Um, but what this means is half the reviews are overall positive, and the film gets 50%. So a film, an inoffensive rom-com that nobody really cares about gets 100%, and a film that many people consider the greatest film of all time gets 50%. Now, obviously, I've, you know, exaggerated these examples. Like, no film in the real world quite gets to one of these extremes, but, you know, it illustrates the point. So now, think of film C. Film C is a trashy horror movie. It's very bad but it pushes some buttons for the horror crowd. Half of the reviews for film C say, this film is total garbage, you should never watch it. The other half say, this film is fine if you like this kind of thing. Film C also gets 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. So a film that is thrown out by half the critics as total garbage, and a film that is hailed by half the critics as the greatest of all time, both get 50%. You might say, if you're aggregating so much data into one score, you're, of course you're going to lose some information. And that's true, and it would get Rotten Tomatoes off the hook, except there is a much better way of doing the same thing. So when they're aggre- aggregating the reviews, if instead of giving each review a final mark of rotten or fresh, a binary mark, a yes or a no, thumbs up, thumbs down, if instead they give it a each review a percentage score, so a review that gives 7 out of 10 would be 70%, and a review that gives 3 stars out of 5 would be 50%, etc. Then you aggregate by doing the average. Then it starts to fix this problem. So that romantic comedy that everyone gave 55% is going to have a 55% grade on Rotten Tomatoes. Whereas that masterpiece that half the people gave 100% and half the people gave 50% is going to have a 75% grade on Rotten Tomatoes which seems more reasonable. And then that trashy horror movie that half the people gave 0% and the other half gave 55% is going to have like a 25% grade on Rotten Tomatoes. See how that suddenly like just, it just makes more sense? The the difficult masterpiece is 75%, the inoffensive rom-com is 55%, and the trashy horror movie is 25%. Solved. Brilliant. So I don't know why they don't do this. This is my recommendation. I haven't looked at Metacritic deeply. Apparently, I think Metacritic does do something like this, but for whatever reason, I don't actually use it. And I do use Rotten Tomatoes, but then I, I get very cranky and I don't really trust it. I think Rotten Tomatoes has like better like search engine optimization or something. I don't know why I go there and not Metacritic, but I'm just not in the habit of it. So this is, at the end, I have to confess my like, horrible foolishness of rewarding these people for their kind of just weak model and i i just don't know i don't know why they do it the way they do it maybe it would just be too much work to to give each review a more 
nuanced grade. I can imagine that. I can imagine it's quite a lot of work already to read all the reviews of all the films, but I don't know. I think the service would be so much better. So be wary when you go to Rotten Tomatoes and you see a film that has 100%, 99%, 98%. Because what that means is, is just it didn't really upset anybody. Now, there are films that get 100% or get 99%. Mostly, if a film gets 100% of Rotten Tomatoes, it's a documentary. You'll notice that. Like, there are very few, um, like, narrative films, fiction films. What do you call that? Fiction film? A movie. I don't know. But you know what I'm talking about. Not Like, f- lying films. Fictional films. Narrative films. There are very few of those that get 100%. Like, almost none. But there are documentaries that get 100%. Because, you know, I don't know why. Because it's easier to be inoffensive in a documentary but anyway if you see 100% that doesn't mean the film is not great there are some great films that do get a high mark on Rotten Tomatoes but there are also some very bland and inoffensive films that get a high mark on Rotten Tomatoes so that's what I have to say change of pace back to a good microphone I'll talk to you soon and be well